0: You're listening to the Ryan Wayne Salon Podcast, featuring Joseph Ryan and Donna Lee. Even just sitting there listening to this podcast, you look fabulous. Well, hello, you divas and zaddies out there. Welcome to the Ryan Wayne Salon Podcast. Hello. And, oh, I'm Donna Lee. This is... Joseph Ryan. How are you, everybody? We're so glad you're listening. Thanks. Right. Donna Lee, you know, it's been far too long since we've updated our listeners, our family, our glam fam on the fertility update. Mm-hmm. So, I brought the one, the only, the beautiful Brianna.
1: Hello. Yay. Welcome. Hi,
0: Brianna. Hi. I love that your nipples are not showing right me now. Me too. That is and so I <laughs> am very
1: surprised that you decided to start the conversation with what we just literally said. I'm glad right? that wasn't on there.
0: <laughs> I yeah. thought it needed to be on there. <laughs> She's wearing this really cute outfit, but there's a really sparkly bustier, which you can get at the Ryan Wayne Salon Boutique. Correct. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. OMG. Well, it's like shattered glass. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, it's adorable. I mean, there's so many ways you can wear this. very Madonna. Madonna. Anyway, mm-hmm. we are so happy that she bought it because, you know, some of my employees are actually our best customers, so I love that for oh. me. Me mm-hmm. And for them because they look so great, That's correct? You know? And you get paid. Oh yeah, True. it's just it's just a circle of giving. You know, <laughs> they get paid, then I get paid. Then wait, wait are we talking what? about what hair anymore? You're Anyways, no. Well, anyway, she's looking really cute, and then she was pulling her bustier down, and she was like, oh, I don't want to pull it down too far, so that's what happened uh, if you weren't here five mm-hmm. minutes ago before we started recording, but right. I thought you guys should know what's going on. I just want to be mm-hmm. transparent with you.
1: I mean, I was almost completely transparent. Yeah, <laughs> and that's not an image
0: I want to see, no, I can assure No, you. we love each sibling. other not that much. Not no, that kind of kind of love. No, no. <laughs> that's a different show. Oh, it is. So you know what I noticed when you do a live, like 100 people want the fertility update? I know. And I think that's so sweet. Yeah. So many yeah. people care? They do care. We have some amazing people in our glam fam. And even mm-hmm. though not everybody's a diva, literally, like they're not subscribed or they're not clients of the salon, I do feel like we've built a really amazing community of people that are encouraging each other and building each other up and who love each other genuinely. And yeah. I do love, you know, I started out on TikTok, but I've kind of transferred a lot of my energy into the clapper and Instagram world mm-hmm. now. And on Clapper, we actually have a community group chat, which is pretty neat because mm-hmm. everybody is able it. to communicate with each other outside of live streaming, which is a relief for me because sometimes I'm just so exhausted and I don't have the energy to go live after working mm-hmm. all day and then traveling and mm-hmm. dealing with baby updates and dogs and parents and all the things that we all do every day. Mm-hmm. And so I love it because I can just pop in there and say a little hello. How are you? Keep up with everybody. And I mean, I can't tell you the amount of good things I've read when people are mm-hmm. talking about they're going through something and everybody is just so Positive. encouraging and helpful and, and excited. Yeah. They want to know what's going on. And like that's exactly what I wanted. You know, when we started doing live streaming and I started gaining subscribers and traction, mm-hmm. the first thing I wanted to do was create an in-person event so mm-hmm. that way we can all get to know each other outside of social media. Right. Because yeah. then you can really make real friendships. Kinda like we've discussed with my friend Stephen King, B T Y P E P, who We became friends through social media, but it's just a little different when you have in-person contact with people. So
1: true. Mm -hmm. It's more personable. Well, and it feels more real. I was going to say, you feel like you already know these people and they feel like they know us, but then it's once you actually get to meet in person it's more special. Mm. It's like, well, yeah, oh. and
0: I, I recognize... I always tell them, like, don't change your profile picture. Right. Because, like, I know Robin. Based off you this know, picture. This is Robin, <laughs> and I know this picture, so even if I don't see her name, I or see Stacey. the picture. I'll never... Stacey, yeah, I, I know Stacy's picture. You know, I know these people. I know, like, Tina, I mm-hmm. know they're in my live stream constantly, and I'm like, don't ever change your picture because you then I'm like, who are you? I have yep. no idea who <laughs> it's you are. True. right? And now we have to start all over. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that you're you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so mm, one time I did tell Robin that, and she was like... I'm so sorry she changed it back because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wait, is this my ramen? Who are you? Because oh, you, you, you knew too much. Imposter, <laughs> you know everything about me." So anyway, um, I'm really excited. That's why you know the inspiration behind the Diva Convention, which I'm so thrilled it's coming together so beautifully, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited. The venue is amazing. It's so gorgeous. It's so close to the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. So if you're able to come in town from out of town, you absolutely need to. And if you're not able to come, we are going to have a professional live stream the event. And we have an amazing opportunity for you guys to participate and donate outside of the event because we're doing everything online. So there will be a silent auction you can bid on. There will be a donate anonymously button that you can donate to the GDAS Cancer Clinic, which I'm so passionate about helping. Mm -hmm. Well, and and
1: Joseph, you failed to mention they're local. So they are in Richardson, Texas. You are helping real women mm-hmm. who are battling with breast, ovarian, and colon cancer. And mm-hmm. it's completely nonprofit. So it's an incredible organization.
0: What's the clinic name again? GD. GDAS. GDAS. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's the doctor that started it. It's his name, the oh, G part. And okay. I can't say it. Oh. <laughs> so I just say the, the name the on clinic. the website. Yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. But they're really amazing people. And I love it because, like Brianna said, not only is it local, because Even though you may not live in Texas, you're like, well, I live in Michigan. That's not local to me. But you are getting a direct impact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can actually see. Like, you can go to the facility and we're going to be doing some social media content at the facility to really show people what we're doing. Because Mm -hmm. you're helping real people. You hear people talk about, we're doing this, we're doing that. And, you know, donate, donate, donate. Everybody's got to go fund me. And I'm like, but you don't understand. This is not, you know a percentage is going to this a platform. Is this is not this is something that you are helping these women who are fighting for their life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very Literally. important. Yeah. yeah. It's very important. And I think that everybody you know has a mom, a sister, a cousin, an aunt, a neighbor, a best friend who has experienced cancer. Yeah. And so, you know, it just makes people feel like wow, somebody cared enough, a stranger cared enough about me and my life to donate or to participate because I know not everybody has expenditure, you know, money that they can just give away. Right. Like there's some people who are down on their luck. There's some people who really care and who love their neighbor or their friend or their sister and they can't financially do it. Mm -hmm. And so to you, I just beg and plead to please share this podcast, share our posts, share about the event because Liking, commenting, and sharing, like I always say, is totally free. Yeah. It costs you nothing, nothing. and it can really save somebody's life. It's honestly. true. Honestly. Yeah. Literally. So I just am super excited about the event. I hope and pray. That we got a baby up in this oven oh, by then. What oven? <laughs> Let's discuss that oven. So uh, that's another <laughs> thing. You guys have to come to the Diva Convention <laughs> to see if Brianna's ballooned up yet. Right, <laughs> that would be the best thing I, ever. I know. I'm still gonna make her wear the bustier. We're just gonna have to cut the bottom off, so oh, that way. I don't think we will. I don't no. get just right. push it my up. Ribs. It's high Because remember,
1: Joseph. Actually, what's funny is the outfit that I'm currently wearing is wore the to bottom that I wore to my baby shower with my son. Oh, and then I just cute. wore a different top. So. Yeah, okay. I love that about like her stretchy. Yeah. It is, it's stretchy Smart. It's it's one of our uh, Joseph Ripkoff skirts And it's animal print just to give you guys a visual So it's a pencil skirt But you can wear it high or low So I wore it high and made it look almost like a dress oh. mm-hmm. With like a yeah, little crop So it looked yeah. over just the boobs So it just looked like one piece like a dress mm-hmm. ah, Adorable
0: So yeah. cute Love it well, on that note, I guess, um, thank you for your participation and make sure you go check out all of our social medias. You know, we have Ryan Wayne Salon on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Clapper, TikTok, everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. And then also, oh, I like that. A I'm beat. a real bad bitch. Oh.
1: <laughs> I was like, that's a good segue. God, dang wow. it, Donna. You and better on shut that the note, fuck up. That's going on the blooper reel? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So check out Ryan Wayne salon on all of the social media platforms. We're everywhere. And we would love to have your interaction and your input. Like we love all the comments. If you like something, tell us so we know what content you want us to create, because Mm -hmm. we do this for you guys. This is for you. And then also, I have my personal page, Joseph Ryan Wayne, and I do post some things that are a little bit more about my home life or my animals or if you're interested in anything about me, which why wouldn't you be? (laughs) You should definitely follow Joseph Ryan Wayne on all the same platforms because it's just a fabulous thing to do. And on that note, we're going to transition this conversation into the baby making process. Oh, update. So you guys know that I did a podcast a while back about, um, we did do an embryo transfer back in March and we did get pregnant and we did confirm that both of the twin girls were implanted and they were growing and we got to see the heartbeat. Mm -hmm. And then unfortunately during Easter weekend, we did have a miscarriage. Mm. And so... I talked about that in the previous podcast, um, but just to recap so we can move forward with the conversation that you had, what did they call it? A hematoma? I
1: had a hematoma in my uterus, which they contributed, not for sure, but possibly to during the implantation process, they start to kind of um, lift away from the wall and then it creates bleeding and then it just started pooling. And I had a hematoma about the size of an orange
0: which you have to think that these embryos were not even the size of a pea they said Mm. they were the size of beans yeah like they're tiny tiny and then you have a big orange and so the concern that the doctor had was that if that hematoma did not dissolve or pass naturally or if it kept getting bigger it could push out the embryos Mm. so the goal was for the embryos to continue to grow and thrive and then eventually they get big enough that they could knock out The opposite, Mm -hmm. and so unfortunately, that did not happen. So, over Easter weekend, we did find out that we had a miscarriage, and we were grateful though that Brianna was okay, Mm -hmm. you know, because it was very scary. She had to go to the hospital and she was admitted and you know, had to have procedures and everything like that. So, you're finally on the mend, kind of, sort of. Yeah, so what happened after that? And tell me a little bit about. Your thought process, because I know that you went into this thinking, oh, sure, I have easy pregnancies Mm -hmm. and I would totally carry a kid for you and give it to you. No problem.
1: Well, he says it like that. He took 10 years to work on me. So that's funny. (laughs) Yeah, it was exactly my words. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's what I heard. (laughs) (laughs) He started talking to me about this maybe not even a year after I had Lindsay. He's like, Brandon, you have plenty of time. I don't want to start having kids till I'm 35. You got plenty of time. And then like 10 years later, he finally convinced That's me. Funny. And then we had my beautiful surprise baby boy. Oh. Um, so yeah. So then when pregnancy was a little closer in my memory, I was like, oh yeah, I remember now I have really easy pregnancies and um, I never kind of uh, foresaw this process being as challenging mm-hmm. as it is for someone who has never struggled with fertility. So I can only imagine for someone who is struggling how much harder it is for them because Mm -hmm. in my mind, I thought, oh, I'm fertile myrtle. I mean, I had the easiest pregnancies when I say that I'm I'm and I don't say this lightly or to rub it in anyone's face, but I didn't experience any form of morning sickness or fatigue um, I worked literally the day that I gave birth to my son, uh, in
0: six inch stilettos. So oh, all day long,
1: I just, oh, I just, she clocked
0: out, got a pedicure, <laughs> went to the hospital.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. So for me, pregnancy was the easier part. Delivery and labor was the hard part, but that's such a short blip in a nine month span. Right. So I was like, yeah, okay, I could do this for you. So since we started this journey, um, I mean, everyone has seen some of the videos of my progesterone shots, and then, of course, I'm taking um, estrogen tablets. Well, since we had the miscarriage, we discovered, you know, we thought everything was looking good. We were planned to do the next embryo transfer July 17th. However, I went in for labs and my ultrasound, and when they got the blood work test back, they said that my... I guess estrogen levels weren't high enough. So I was still ovulating. And in my mind, I'm like, well, isn't that a good thing? I'm trying to get pregnant. But according to them, they are like, no, because we're not trying to use your eggs. We're trying to trick your body into thinking you already, you know, had these fertilized eggs and then we're going to put them in there. So we had to start doing Lupron injections into my abdomen um, Not fun. And mm-hmm. I will say they don't hurt as bad as the progesterone shots I was doing in my butt. However, I will tell you they still do hurt. It is not a small needle. It's not a pen. Mm-hmm. I was expecting something like a pen or just like a little tiny pinch push. Doesn't feel that way. And I had to cluster them all around my um, navel, which I am bruised. Oh. And oh. it doesn't feel I've great. I've seen that before when they yeah. lift their shirt. I always wonder yeah. why they're bruised. Super right bruised. There. And Some I look like needles. I have big red... <laughs> spots all over my tummy. But other than that, I would say worse than obvious physical implications has been mental for me.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: The Lupron has, I can't even explain it, um, with the progesterone and the estrogen, which I had done previously. And I was, I'm currently still on the estrogen. Um, I definitely went through some emotional ups and downs, but I would definitely say anyone that's ever done it or is currently doing it or planning to have to do the lupron injections, it is rough emotionally, mentally. Did they prepare you for that? The doctor? No, I don't I, I don't wanna disparage them. It's not that they didn't prepare me. I think it was just, well this is the next step. This is what you yeah. have to do. Very yeah, mm-hmm. It's very clinical. Yeah, it's very clinical. Gotcha. And so I was like, okay. And I even begged and pleaded. I was like, but wait, so you're saying (laughs) (laughs) that I have to do another shot type of shot in my stomach. Is there in, because you said my estrogen isn't high enough because I'm still ovulating. Can't I just take twice as much estrogen pills? I was like, I'll take it four times a day, please. (laughs) He was like, well, yeah, we could do that. We could up your estrogen dosage. However, you know, We'll have to do it for a full cycle and and then you know retest your your blood and everything. And I was like, okay, but I just want to know from a clinical perspective, is it comparable to doing the Lupron injections? Because I'm sure they don't just automatically jump to this other thing if it's not necessary. Right. And he was like, no, it's not. And I was like, oh, oh. great. Mm. So I well, was
0: I was kind of a bad brother and support oh, system at, at this yourself. point because. <laughs> I, you know, all the talk about Ozempic and, you know, semi glutide and all these little needles in the stomach. So right. whenever I heard she was getting an injection in her stomach, I was like, Oh, Rhea, that's not a big deal. Like it's, it's fine. Don't it's worry tiny. about it. Yeah. And that's what I thought because right. I was ignorant to the fact of what the size of the needle was and what exactly it was. And I didn't know it was going to be you seen it. Well, she sent me a video since this happened, but, um, so I was joking around with her and I was like, Oh, it's not that big of a deal. Don't be so dramatic. And then she was going to kill me.
1: Guys, literally he's, (laughs) he's sugarcoating it. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, I will fuck you up. I (laughs) literally said those words and I have never been that way. You can ask Joseph. And then what did you say to me? You're being emotional. No. No. Hormonal. Hormonal and Uh crazy. And I was like. Even if I am, you should go hide hide because <laughs> this is because of you. Every woman in the world is offended That's the right rudest thing you could possibly to say to someone who's going through the mental and the physical aspect of what I'm doing. Right. right.
0: So I felt bad after the fact, but I was thinking, I was like, oh, no, no, I was trying to be supportive, but <laughs> I mean, it's somehow twisted. Like,
1: no, it's really not that bad. I give myself a shot once a week. I went and looked up the type of shot he's doing, guys. Uh-huh. Tiny Neil. Morgan could do that to me while I was asleep. Yeah. And once a week. How about we cluster it all in the same area with a huge ass needle every day for almost a month. I can't imagine. Yeah. So I had had
0: to apologize and I'm still apologizing because I still see the eyebrows.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so scared. Let me put it back down.
0: (laughs) I will buy you Botox as soon as this is over. Right? Oh my God. Extra, extra.
1: I wasn't going into that. He brought it up.
0: I want to be honest with the process because I think people genuinely need to know what's going on because... Listen, if you are a woman going through this and your partner says something or you're a partner listening to this Mm -hmm. and your partner is going through something, then you need to know, like, don't ever say that. Like, don't do it. (laughs) Just quietly think it and then go research it yourself before you make a comment. Because I think that, you know, a lot of times, even in other aspects, not just this fertility journey, people speak before they think. And that's what happened to me. Well,
1: and I also I just think. For me... But no, you,
0: you have to tell them what you told Dr. Goda
1: Oh yeah, I'll tell you. She so, requested double needles. So this is... Okay, I was on the phone <laughs> as I'm freaking out at Joseph because he just... On the phone with he our laughed. Doctor. Hear this laugh that he did that. He laughed. Because I can't
0: help it. I laugh or oh. cry. And I was
1: like... And that's what put me over the edge. That's when I told him I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> and so Dr. Goda bless his soul, he is on this call. And he is empathetic to me, but he's also laughing because he hears me and he deals with Patients that are going through this and he knows it's not an easy process. Right. So he said, Brianna, I think it's valid. If I was, if my sister was doing this, she would say the same thing. She'd, right. she'd and, and then I said, say? I said, um, Dr. Gata, I said, um, I think it's only fair that you go ahead. Um, when you send the medication, um, send double needles I was like, we won't inject anything because obviously I don't want to physically harm him like with his internal organs or throw off his <laughs> hormones, but Just I would like saline. to stab him every, every time I get stabbed. And he goes, I think that's fair. We can do that. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. He was like, I, oh yeah, my sister he goes, would yeah, definitely my require My sister that. would
1: definitely require that. <laughs> and I was like, okay, thank you. That oh, makes awesome. me feel better. And then, oh. uh, I also, he also made the comment. <laughs> Um, I believe something along the lines of this should be on the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's like, right. Oh, I
0: see why people want to give yeah, you a show. This yeah. is hilarious. He's like, this is so he's like, I mean, I'm so sorry. I mean, I'm your doctor. I have to go. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, <laughs> we should interview him. Yeah, we should. We he's will. Fun.
1: Yeah. So that was just one little bump in the road, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't looking forward to doing these shots. And then my poor husband, he already Mm -hmm. knows once I told him what we were going to have to do, like he literally looks like he's going to cry. Yeah. If you've met my husband, you will know he is the most like tender hearted Gentle. So gentle. Like, he does not want to hurt me. So, doing the shots in Mm. my butt is at least better because he's still going. Look away. I'm about to attack
0: you. Look away. Yeah.
1: So, he doesn't want to do it. And so, then I tell him, now we have to also do shots in the stomach. And he was like, no, no. Oh. I was like, you have to do it. I can't do it to myself, and I will not let Joseph, Joseph or Mom do it. Do it. No, <laughs> no. They oh, they're terrible shot terrible. givers. Did we they, talk about that last time? They could not be nurses yeah. if their life depended on it, and not oh. because they don't I was have caring hearts.
0: I was scared. Yeah, it's I not bet. because they
1: don't have caring hearts. My mom, too heavy-handed. When I say too heavy-handed, she, she would, would have been her. She would have been a Spartan nurse uh-huh. or like a Viking nurse. <laughs> she would have been like
0: Sparta! Yes, yes.
1: Bam. Not kidding. I don't know how you accidentally inject someone three times <laughs> in the same like bam bam like <laughs> I don't oh even know my God. and then Joseph was just too nervous which made me nervous and he's like trying to hold the area taut and his hand is like oh, shaking, shaking my body
0: literally shaking and then shaking. when
1: he goes to do it he's like do you see blood? I don't know. Do I need to pull it back out? I was like, Ah, I'm gonna
0: kill you! <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, I was like, I was like, Oh my god, oh my god! I didn't mean it. I'm sorry.
1: Also, I, wait, I had wait, wait, wait. Joseph before. said he was right. sh- sweating. Then he just took his robe off. He's sweating now. That makes about me so it. nervous. Now he's topless. It makes for me real. so nervous. I know. I, I'm sure you guys wish you could see, but I just thought I'd give you that visual. Oh, so he's still funny. wearing his bonnet, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, my hair's last to go. Yeah. Okay. Don't f with his hair. It was stressful. I'm just saying. Yeah, Mm -mm. I guess we never talked about that. But yeah, so I obviously am like, Morgan was meant to do this, but he mentally does not want to do it. He is so good at it. He is very precise. He's very calculated. He researched it. He's watched a million videos. He's gone to doctor appointments with me, so he asked questions. He is just very... That's thorough, awesome. he knows what to Couldn't do. Couldn't ask more, right? And Not I told him, more. I was like, "Babe, you are getting so good at this." Like, he is like all business, mm-hmm. and it's clinical. It's now. clinical right? now, but <laughs> he does feel bad. You can see it in his eyes. But it's, I'm like, "You could be a nurse." He's like, "No, I would never be a nurse." I was oh. like, all right, but I'm just saying, he's good at what he does. for But work, that's good to know for you and your kids in yeah. the
0: future if anything ever happens to you guys. Oh no,
1: yeah, and he doesn't like. He's a good. Dad. He doesn't, you know, get squeamish at the sight of blood, so that's good. Yeah. So. Mm. So yeah, so that was just another part that I guess we forgot to talk about. Yeah, but since that could then, be a whole episode wow. just of
0: mom and I's Destin, in Destin weekend in Florida yeah. when we were trying to do the shots because Morgan wasn't with us. Well, Joseph, that's let's let's not, not talk about that
1: because yeah. that needs to be with Morgan and mom seriously yeah. because Morgan was before. on FaceTime <laughs> and I'll start with the first the night before we went out of town with my mom Uh-oh. and we had a power outage when oh. she's giving me a shot for the first oh, time. Stop but it. I'm gonna that's just a teaser. That's a teaser. Wow. You guys have to tune back There's in. So many things. So many layers. This oh, is, not is not for the weak of heart
0: or the financially enable. Okay, it's a very time consuming, costly, and emotional experience. Yes, I for cannot. Everyone, for everyone. Everybody who's involved, <clears throat> and I also don't think that enough people focus on the mental health part. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Brianna is doing this as a gestational carrier, not to become a mother. Right. And so there's a whole nother layer of mental wellness that goes into it depending on which person you are as a mother or I hope to be a mother. You are feeling even more stress and anxiety about, I just need this to work. I just want to be a parent, you know, and you're going through all those emotional things mm-hmm. on top of, you know, what Brianna has brought to light with me is she has never felt more sad or alone or depressed. And she's never had any of these emotions. These are all side effects of the medication that she's on. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine, you know, somebody going through this that has that worry and anxiety initially and throughout the entire process. And then adding this additional weight on their shoulders, it's just someone who might not have a support system. Right. Right. And Brianna, I mean, I say this because she never bring it up because she's just like, Oh, I don't want to dwell on it. I don't want to be a crybaby. I don't want people to think I'm complaining. But it's, it's the truth. And I think that you should talk about it more because that would probably make you feel better if you could just get it out. How you're feeling? What would make you feel better? What you need to do to take care of yourself? Because... Until you told me that, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. I was just going along like everything's normal, Mm -hmm. you know? And then I don't know how to have special consideration like my ignorant moment when I don't (laughs) know about the needle and I don't know how you're feeling already, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that this is just a PSA for everybody and especially you being my best friend and my sister that you have to be honest about how you're feeling so that way people know how to help you.
1: It's funny that you say that, though, because even talking with Morgan, with my husband at home, I'll have uh, just, I don't know what to call it, a mental snap where I'll be really aggressive with him or snap at him. But I'm really like on the verge of tears. Mm-hmm. I'm just really upset, but I don't I don't know how to explain it. And I also don't know why. Mm-hmm. So when you're saying you need to let people know how you're feeling and what we can do to help you, I don't know. I also don't know how I'm feeling. I just mm-hmm. know that I'm on the edge all the time it's it's bizarre and you know since i posted <clears throat> the video about me doing the lupron injections i only posted the very first one i did i haven't done really any updates since but um i've gotten a lot of people who've reached out to me that said they either had to do that injection or someone they know had to do that and they said the mental aspect is so hard mm. and so That did actually make me feel better because I did feel crazy. Right. Mm. I felt like I'm the only person going through this. And I obviously have unusual thoughts and feelings right now for me. Mm -hmm. I know they're not my normal, but I also didn't want to be like Joseph said, a complainer or like a negative Nancy, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, it's one of those things where usually when you need something, you're the last to Mm -hmm. ask for it. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's hard to just be like, Hey, I'm feeling like crap. I, Mm -hmm. I don't know what I need, but I feel like crap because then what are you supposed to do with that? Like you tell someone that and they're like, well, their initial reaction is, well, what do you want? What do you need? What What do I I do? What, how can I help you? Mm -hmm. Is there anything? They, They say this, is there anything I can do? Let me know if there's anything I can do. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Yeah. So it's just, it's, uh, it's different. It's something that, uh, I definitely have a whole new perspective on mental wellness because I mean, I have close family members and friends that have struggled with depression and I've never truly understood it Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm like, well, what are we doing about it? Like get medication Mm -hmm. to help with the mental side effect and then let's do something physical. Like let's solve this, but there is really no solving it. It's, it's horrible thing it's Mm -hmm. horrible yeah so I definitely well and the worst
0: part about it is it's something that nobody can see I know it's not like if you're going through cancer for example and people see you look frail you look sick your hair's falling out you're throwing up you know you have all these physical physical side effects that people can actually see and actually be like okay I'm gonna make her dinner and take it to the house or I'm gonna do something extra for her so for mental health. It's just, you know, something that you, like you said, I don't know what to do about it, but I think it's important to talk about. So people are aware because you might just need a hug or a foot rub or, you know, we don't need to talk about it. Let's just go get lunch or Mm -hmm. get a mani-pedi or go take a nap or whatever we need Mm -hmm. to do. And I just want you to know that you're not alone. Absolutely not. And I would do anything for you. And so you just need to be honest about that. Not only with me and Nathan but also with other people because just like you said the comments on your video about other women that's gone through this there it makes you feel like okay I'm not crazy and this will end there is an end in sight for this and so I just want to make sure that people are aware of that
1: Mm -hmm. yeah for sure
0: so After all of this, you're now done with those injections, correct?
1: Yeah, I finally completed the Lupron injections. However, they're still in my system. I was like, so I thought it'd be a light switch. I'm like, we're done. (laughs) I feel better. I'm happy now. I'm happy. And then I was like, I feel worse.
0: (laughs) Where's my damn uppers? Because the last
1: week of doing them, I started the estrogen on top of it again. So it's just, everything is just so intense. Like even just having this conversation, I like I'm fighting a lump that's just eternally in my throat. It's so weird. Yeah. So anyway, um, I finally finished the Lupron injections. Uh, I have my last, I want to say follow-up or whatever you want to say, preliminary appointment on Tuesday before the embryo transfer, which we have scheduled the following Monday. So fingers and toes crossed that the Lupron injections did what they were supposed to do. It wasn't Mm -hmm. in vain. And that they will tell me, yes, start progesterone injections and we can do the embryo transfer. And I'm really hoping thus far, all the ultrasounds, I haven't seen any any sort of like cysts or um, any bleeding, concern. nothing so far. However, we didn't see... I, We didn't see anything like that until after the embryo transfer. So I'm just really hoping that because this time around has been different, maybe Mm -hmm. not in my favorite way, Mm -hmm. maybe different equals good. Maybe that bodes Mm -hmm. this whole process is starting out differently because it's going to end differently.
0: Absolutely. I love that thought process. For sure. For sure. Put it out there. We are very hopeful. So, and I appreciate all of you with the thoughts and the prayers, and continue that for us and for Brianna and the future baby Hughes, mm. because we want them to get here as soon as possible. They're gonna course. be so cute with their little baby eggs. <laughs> <laughs> their little baby wigs. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is my baby bald? I don't understand. Little baby male. What's happening? Little tiny extensions. I mean, we can just put a little falsy lash, right? Like just yeah. on the outside. I've
1: seen those magnetic ones. That's yeah, harmful. it's not Best a big deal. Baby eyebrows ever? <laughs> <laughs> just use a stencil.
0: I'm just gonna say I'm just kidding. Yes, everybody, absolutely. this is not real. Is I joke. love babies the way they are. We would never adapt oh. them physically until they're old enough to know what She's what they need to do. You out. need highlights, girl. <laughs> this brown is just killing me. Okay, we're gonna highlight it. So anyway, um, also, I think that it's important for everybody to know about some of the other things that you were going through, because you had told me Mm -hmm. that you had a rash... That the birth control deep. Yeah, the birth control gave you like hives, right? Yes. That looks like a rash and it was hives and then she researched that it's a side effect of birth control for her. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called.
1: If you look it up, certain birth controls that are estrogen based Mm -hmm. will give you a form of dermatitis or hives or whatever, which is funny because I've been scratching like this whole time under the table and you guys (laughs) couldn't see it. And then you mentioned it and now I'm like my back's itching. Yeah. (laughs) Oh no. Um so it's like this really fine raised just bumps all over my body it's worse in certain areas and i don't know if that's also because i have eczema so it's just on top of that it but exacerbated
0: it yeah mm-hmm. and then
1: you know my hormones are obviously elevated and so then that's making it feel wonderful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so hot showers feel terrible because it makes you itchier oh, no um most you owe her a lot mm. most lotions <laughs> most perfumes uh oh. really physical touch doesn't feel good like you know usually i like i like morgan or my mom or somebody or lindsay my daughter even to like rub my arm rub my back and it's like relaxing and now i'm like don't touch me there's fire don't. ants on me i'm so itchy mm. um so once i stopped the <laughs> the birth control i thought my rash would go away but then I was on the estrogen and then so we added the Lupron. It so it's just maintaining it. It's just uh, yeah, really yeah. fun. Mm. The Lupron also caused me a different kind of rash. It it feels similar, but it looks a little different. And at first I thought I was getting acne and then with research, I was like, Oh, side effect of Lupron. Wonderful. Mm. Oh my god! I just love having acne <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> on top of everything.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh. So
1: you know i'll start hopefully the progesterone injections this this coming week and with that it also had its own side effects um I feel like I've compartmentalized and forgotten the pain Mm -hmm. because I was like, okay, I got to deal with these abdomen injections. And now I'm getting nervous because I remember- You're opening the file. They hurt so bad. (laughs) (laughs) And Morgan pulled down, we have like these two collapsible cubes in our bathroom. One's for the progesterone injections and one was now for the Lupron injections. And it's got like our sharps container and the gloves and the gauze and the band-aids and the needle. (laughs) <laughs> and all this it's stuff. It's the torture box. And he switched oh. the boxes and I was like, mm, <laughs> oh no. no, it's coming. Oh. So uh, we're just ramping up for that. And the good news is even though I have to do the injections of the progesterone longer than I did the Lupron, I have to do it. They said for up to 12 weeks. Some people do it longer. I'm hoping I won't. Um, I didn't feel like my mental health suffered as much as when I was on Lupron. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that will start to decrease. Decrease, And then once I stop doing the progesterone and I'm just normal pregnant, then I'll just have normal pregnancy hormone feeling. Right. And hopefully that will just be what I'm used to. Because mm-hmm. I told Joseph and Nathan, yeah. I was like, I literally...
0: I, I was going to bring this up. But... I beg
1: like every day. I'm like, can't we just do this the old fashioned way? And gross. I'm not talking about with Joseph. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Nathan, I, I'm willing to take one for the team. I, we can do know, it You know, like time. shameless. We'll cut the holes Put in the a sheet. sheet. Turn oh, off no. the lights. Oh, we'll just gosh. have a, a video so playing of that. Morgan so that I hear his voice. We lay oh, a picture and then we never talk about this again. We lay oh, a picture of, yeah. of Joseph's face in over front your of face. Jo- in front of Nathan. Yeah, because I literally, I was like, I can do pregnancy. I can't do this. It's so horrible. Turkey yeah, yeah so I, well no because we don't want to use my eggs see oh, the, problem? That's the problem see we got to use the embryo so that's why i was like can we just do Science. this old-fashioned way and then nathan goes well that's the only way i do it because you know i want my own babies and i was like really because <laughs> at this point morgan and I are both like we will give you a baby <laughs> <laughs> free of charge we can get pregnant <laughs> we can get pregnant we know we can right. we'll just you know he has eight weeks post vasectomy where he still has sperm like It's not too late. Oh, gosh. Uh, She's like, I will give you a baby. (laughs)
0: Right. I mean, and her babies are cute. Yeah, it's uh, proven. Both of them. That's and, true. Um, it's not a bad it's, option. It's, they're true. very
1: cute, very chunky, <laughs> lots of Chunky hair. and healthy. Yeah, it's
0: okay. perfect. Oh, uh, well, I just want everyone to know that we love Brianna. Yeah. Everybody keep her in your thoughts and prayers. And of course, we're hoping for the best in this upcoming in- journey. We're hoping, like she said, that we're going to have a different outcome. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a positive one that mm-hmm. we can actually begin to finally grow our family the way that we want to. Yes. And we're so grateful for all of y'all's support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our heart. And thank you, Donnelly, Lee, for always being there for us, too. Aww, She's given course. me lots of um, stones and balls and stuff. <laughs>
1: Fertility, things. yeah from uh, the crystal shop crystal shop <laughs> up the road I'm like do
0: I put these in my pants and she's like no no you just keep it near you I'm just like oh them. okay well they were really <laughs> little pebbles so I didn't know what to do with them I was <laughs> so like
1: not get them made into earrings Joseph I or might. A, necklace a necklace or a ring yeah. or a bracelet there that'd be go. cute
0: we can update it okay yeah. this came from a mountain okay we gotta yeah. fix it <laughs> in Colleyville.
1: we're gonna facet yeah. it and make it all shiny
0: oh lord yeah. but thank you guys so much for listening and stay tuned we'll be posting more updates very soon as we know what's happening because you know this is all happening in real time and we don't know what the outcome will be Mm -hmm. so keep us in your thoughts and prayers and i love you brianna i'm so glad your lupron's over and i do apologize for that and for (laughs) everything else you're going through i do i mean i honestly told her i was like if i could do it i would right like i i'm helpless when it comes to this there's nothing i can physically do yeah i ejaculated that's my part in society you know (laughs) (laughs) Like Uh, I took it I did it I did uh, my part so now I'm just grateful that you're willing to do this because you know a lot of people have asked me like after the miscarriage like is Brianna going to try again or is she going to stop because that's emotionally tasking in itself Mm -hmm. so I'm just grateful that you're helping us still even after going through everything you've already been through I can't wait for the push present I know (laughs) oh my gosh I've been getting lots of ideas oh (laughs) lord diamonds are involved (laughs) well let me pay off the medical bills (laughs) first and then we'll talk about it
1: oh my gosh oh are we gonna talk about morgan snip snip and then he can talk about his perspective
0: oh yeah we should we'll talk about that later though you guys stay tuned for upcoming fun things including morgan's testicles (laughs) (laughs) and don't forget to follow us on all the social media save the day october 17th for the diva convention and the cancer charity event and don't forget to like follow share and enjoy your hair Thank you for listening to the Ryan Wayne Salon Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Clapper. We'll see you next week.